Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1. One, one, oh, two, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games with Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Dial of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Tom Brady, speaking of quarterbacks, is no longer watching this game. The why? Jason Smith Show why, with why Mike Carmen, live from the Geico Studios. Uh, about a little over an hour ago, he tweeted out, too many penalties, just let us play. Hashtag Tennessee versus Jacksonville. <laughs> All right, so too many penalties. All right, so Tom Brady not happy. And there have been a ton of penalties in the first half. 12 flags overall, 10 were accepted. Tom Brady then tweeted back out a couple of minutes later, I'm turning off this game. I can't watch these ridiculous penalties anymore. Hashtag Tennessee versus Jacksonville. Tom Brady is no longer watching this football game because of the penalties. So we just keep adding to the number to the list the number of superstars that have gone out of their way to comment on officiating. Sam Jordan, friend of the show last week after uh-huh. the oh, Sage yeah, Rams. J.J. Yeah. Watt, what Adam? Uh, your guy, Jamal Adams, mm-hmm. said he got an apology. I don't think the officials are putting money in a hat yeah. to pay the $21,000 fine, but yep. we talked about that hit last night on Baker Mayfield, and now you add Tom Brady, I mean, it's just going to keep rolling up at the rate we're going. What, holding penalties are up 65% over last year? Well, see, I, I think that this is also a... A situation where the team's playing isn't going to make it easier. I mean, if this was Cowboys Steelers, who said I'm turning this game off? There's too many penalties. What are you talking about? It's this easy. game would be so competitive that they put Ryan Tannehill in. <laughs> Mariota is garbage. Frostberg, are you doing like a seven quarterback league in fantasy and you have Ryan Tannehill? I don't on play fantasy. Team? I ain't got time for games. <laughs> Talking real ball here. Uh, he's like the Kurt Warner of uh, Fox Sports Radio. I don't like fantasy. I don't want to talk Go about fantasy. Go bag your own groceries. <laughs> uh, but there is that. Jags Titans. Look, it's Jags Titans. Look, if it was Cowboy Steelers, if it was Patriots and the Seahawks, I mean, you're not turning it off even if there's a lot of penalties. You know what we get next week, right? Uh, we get Jags well, we got, Titans again, well, no, right? We got Eagles, Packers, Packers and Eagles. Yeah, that's good. Hey, you got undefeated. You got, Packers are undefeated. Eagles are pretty good. You got a great game. Game you'll but, see on Fox. You, and that's the kind of games that you need every week on a nationally televised game. I say, look, this is something now, this is what, the third year that I, but I have to keep saying it, is that the intra-division 
divisional matchups. People just don't care. No matter what kind of games you're putting out there, if you're giving an interdivisional matchup, I don't care. Why do I care about Jags Titans if I'm a fan of any other team in the NFL? No, but the NFL feels well, we got to put everybody on, and anybody's going to watch when there's only one game on. So we'll put Jags Titans on. Jags Titans is not a game. You know, you're Jags still going to get huge ratings because we're sheep. Now, it's it's. Games like this, this is why Tom Brady can turn the game off. He can turn it off because it's Jags Titans. That, he was that's never why. watching it. Come on, sure he was. <laughs> he was. He was. He's getting his TB12 pajama sleepwear on, getting ready for bed, eating avocado ice cream, and getting. Oh, I'm going to watch a little bit of football. Nope, now I'm not. And now he's probably throwing his avocado ice he's cream away. He's preparing to blow out the Jets. Come on. <laughs> he's not even going to play. He's still Sunday. working on his calf injury. Come he, on, Frostburg. He's he's saying, listen, I'm not going to play more than like eight minutes on Sunday, right, Coach? You know, you're not going to need me for more than Jared the first two Stidham drives. Jared Stidham will be your next cult hero. <laughs> I'm just trying. Hey, Tom Brady's not playing. No, he, we didn't even tell him to come to the stadium. He's he's just at home. We gave him a Sunday off. He's just hanging out watching. Now, that would be interesting. He is, in fact, on the injury list, though, so you at least have that going for you. The Patriots would beat the Jets by 30 with Jared Stidham. If Belichick played QB, they'd beat you by 30. Oh, that'd be awesome. See him doing it like with no helmet on and the pencil behind his ear, calling the plays in the hoodie? I'd like to see that. I really... If Jared Stidham played quarterback on Sunday, they would still beat the Jets. It would be a tougher oh, they're gonna game. they're going to win. It would yeah, be a tougher yeah. game. I mean, maybe they win 24-7, so maybe they don't cover, but they still win the game with him at quarterback. Yeah, there's no question. They win. But look, that, that's what this I like is the, about. I like the hype that he tried to, hey, Adam Gase believes in his guys. Everybody believes, well, yes. Yeah, but certainly this makes for a tougher view as it goes, as much as we can sell Gardner Minshew to the masses. Hey, it's, look, it's he, a tough go. He's holding this game up all by himself right now, Gardner Minshew. All by him. Without Gardner Minshew, this is something that is is like we're we're gonna, we're gonna put this out online only. You know, this, this is gonna be on. Where this game is just gonna be put out on NFL.com. That's where we're gonna watch this game. It's gonna put it out there. It's gonna be on ESPN Plus. Well, eventually, that's where it's gonna <laughs> part of the package is gonna go anyway, right? <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then. Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two because, as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I, I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcast. You find it. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflate gate. Hey guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around, I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. Are you calling Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with big top it Red Sox in 2004 bounced back after the 3-0. We never win a chicken dinner, homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball. 
but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like, he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons. Lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Ron Rivera today, head coach of the Panthers, got a little upset that he kept getting questions about Cam Newton's health. And while he started off by saying, hey, we don't know a lot. You remember Cam thought he could be out a while with his injury. That uh, is a re-aggravation of something he suffered third week of the preseason. We watched him uh, struggle last week. He said, listen, we're going to know tomorrow about Cam Newton. But that wasn't good enough for the reporters who kept after it and after it and after it, forcing Ron Rivera to say, you know what? Blank you, I'm out. Would you think Cam would travel in either event, or would that be decided tomorrow? So you guys want to sit there and watch, so you'll have to wait and see. I'm not going to talk about it anymore, guys. I mean, let's talk about Arizona. I mean, I haven't really talked about Arizona, so it would be good to answer those kind of questions. Cam, though. I know it's about Cam, but that's, you know, that's... We won't. I don't know any more until tomorrow. So let's just, you know, let's talk about Arizona. If not, there's no reason for me to stand here. And you felt before the opener, you were 100 percent confident he was going to be ready to go. Where are you on that level now? I just asked you to ask some questions about somebody else. I'm not going to do this anymore. Okay. I told you I won't know anything until tomorrow. Okay. I'm out. <laughs> And he just said, I am done with the questions about Cam Newton. And he walks out of the press conference. But he told you exactly. Like, he put it on a platter. Please, ask me something about containing yeah, Kyler no, no, Murphy. No, no, no. Hey, listen, listen. Ask what about me Cam? What's, yeah, what's no, no, in no, the no, water no, that no, Larry no, no, Fitzgerald no, no, no. drinks? No, 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 Cam Newton. No, 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 no. This is a. This is a. This is a. I want to tell you, the Cardinals really present a lot of problems downfield. No, 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 no. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. What do you think about Cam Newton? I mean, look, this is where, again, this is where the media has to take responsibility for this. Because it's not like Ron Rivera was answering questions like Bill Belichick saying, I'm, I'm, I'm going to answer questions about this. Yeah, but what about that? We're answering questions about It's already been he addressed. He said, We will know tomorrow. He said, Tomorrow's our day where we're going to know. All right, which is completely within his right to say, listen, it's a Thursday. I'm telling you, you can ask me these Cam Newton questions tomorrow. I will know tomorrow. All right, that's it. That should be it. But instead, it was, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about Cam? I just thought, yeah, what about Cam? I mean, so that, that I completely understand Ron Rivera walking out on that because he said, I'm going to know tomorrow. I'm going to tell you tomorrow. It's just like being when you're at home and one of your daughters asks you for something. Right, and says, Dad, can we go to Magic Mountain on Saturday? And you're like, Well, all right, hang on, let me let me, let, let me talk to your mom. We'll, we'll we'll figure out. Okay, and then I'll, I'll we'll, we'll we'll know. And I'll I'll know tomorrow. I'll talk. We'll we'll figure it out tomorrow. Okay, great. And then a half hour, Dad, can we go to Magic Mountain on Saturday? Like we, I, I said, well, let me let me talk to you. We'll talk tonight, and then you know we got to see what's going on this week, and then we'll go. At and that then, point, you hold up a giant yeah. tube, <laughs> and and hopefully you've made your children understand once you put the count up. And then before she goes to brush her teeth, before she goes yeah. to bed, hey, Dad. So I was thinking we really could go because I said we'd talk it over, and I'll tell you tomorrow. All right, great. And then right before she goes to bed. You go in to give her a kiss goodnight and say, I goodnight. And she goes, so, Dad, do you, 
do you really think we can go to Magic Mountain tomorrow? And then you're like, that's it. I'm walking out. I told you. Don't ask me anymore. I mean, that's what that was. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. And I know you said tomorrow, but no, 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 no. I want to know now. I want to ask you more questions about Cam Newton. More, 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 more. That's just hard, man. More, 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 more. But it's not like he even wanted to deflect it into some specific thing. It's like, can we just talk about Arizona? General questions of what you've seen the first two weeks, if you've watched any tapes of Arizona. Ask me about Kyler Murray. Ask me about Larry Fitzgerald. Does David Johnson look like he's running well? Can your defensive line get home against that Arizona offensive line that's been much maligned? There's so much good fruit just hanging low for you. Nope. No, no, So, no. Cam Newton, when he got hurt in the preseason game, is that still lingering? Is that what this is all about? No, I said I'll tell you tomorrow. Yeah, no, that's great. But what do you think of his ugly-ass clothes, Ron? <laughs> Did you is, like the blue pashmina better than the purple one? Is he, is he going to wear a scarf tomorrow night and walk around going, Annie M, Annie M? Is I he going to look like the tomorrow. bird lady again from Home Alone? <laughs> 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 and there you have it. Oh, that, <laughs> I'm just picturing her sitting there with Kevin. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team. A driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two, because as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I, I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcast. You find it. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like, he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons. Lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Julian Edelman from Games with Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflate gate. Hey, guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around. I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. Are you calling Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, you... he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with big top. They ran socks in 2004, bounced back after the 3-0. In a winner chicken dinner, homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball. 
but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jacksonville beats Tennessee tonight 20-7, to and I have to be honest with you. I told you last night, here's what the three big stories of the night are going to be coming off of this game. Before the game even started, whatever Gardner Minshew does, because he's getting into that icon part of his degree of fame. Right, he's that curiosity, right? Yes, he's got the he's mustache. He's the new kid in town with the crazy look. He works out in just a jockstrap. There's an adult film company that wants to offer him endorsement money. There's a curiosity about him. The Whatever price he just does. went up, by the way. It did. He had a big night. I don't know you can get away with one billion. A, a billion dollars to work out in a jockstrap, sunglasses, and a headband. What did I tell you? They tried to lock him in as a bargain discount rate, saying, look, mm-hmm. hey, for a, it's a million dollars, because they we'll were looking now. at it. Look, his contract, four years, 2.7. Yep. yep. Now you can add an extra million right now. And if you can get him to give you a lump sum, invest it in some high-grade, high-quality mutual funds, I mean, that grows into <laughs> an awful lot of money. Now, Samir, you're missing the point of the exercise. <laughs> the point There's is, a reason you're not you... his agent, Harmon. <laughs> <laughs> you're only getting him a million extra for tonight? No, no, no. Well, now we at least have to triple it, maybe quadruple it. It was a Thursday night game that everybody saw. I just watched him on NFL Network. His entire family was behind him while he was being interviewed. Hey, all of His mom even had a mustache. It was was mom Minshew, dad Minshew. I mean, it was a home game. All the little Minshews. All the Minshews were there. That's a book series or some kind of fantasy book series. Me and the Little Minshews, book one. (laughs) Get him a reality show right now. Book two, The Two Towers, book three. Uh, So this was Gardner Minshew's night. We'll get to that. The other story was going to be about, is this final of the year that Marcus Mariota breaks through and becomes a quarterback? And we told you a few minutes ago, he can't. Nope. Not happening. You have to stop. He just can't throw deep. He he played, he, he, he dink and dunk down the field, but where was he grossly inaccurate? Anytime he had to throw the ball more than 15 yards. I want to know who was calling plays and what the thought process was down as they were in the final minutes and that two-minute drill. It's like they needed one score. They ran the ball on first down. The Jaguars go for it on fourth and goal because they don't want to kick a field goal for some ridiculous right, from the, reason. Well, from the four-yard line. Well, and, and, because they wanted to say, hey, Marcus Mariota, yeah, let's but see still, a lead for 96 yards. You kick a field goal up and you go up 23-7, and the worst that can happen if you implode is that the game is tied and goes to overtime. When you go for it and don't make it, the worst that can happen if you implode is you lose the game because you were down 13. But it was Marcus Mariota, so really the Jaguars weren't in that kind of trouble. They felt pretty good about but it. But they actually run the ball on yeah. first down. And then it's dink and dunk when they get past the 50-yard line. I mean, they knew they were down two scores, right? They knew it was 20-7 to and not 14-7. to No, I think they might have been looking at the play clock at one point was, instead of the score. <laughs> I'm not sure. That was just insane. But really, Marcus Mariota missing receivers wide open. He's the same quarterback he was when he was a rookie and that's not going to get it done. The third story we told you was going to be about Jalen Ramsey, who played tonight. He still could be an ex-member of the Jaguars in the next 10 days. We talked to Jay Glazer early in the show tonight, and he said, listen, the Jaguars are going to regroup tomorrow, decide how they want to proceed. They got eight teams in on Jalen Ramsey. Get the what, 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 what are the offers, where we're going, and they will go from there. According to Jay and other sources as well, Doug Marone and Jalen Ramsey made up at least for tonight. Ramsey played okay, did get beat on a deep ball, but many teams would like Jalen Ramsey. So, after the game tonight, Jalen Ramsey had the shortest press conference in NFL history. It is one question. So, let's hear it. You, 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 you're cool. You, I'm out. And then he hit somebody walking out. I can't believe it. Maybe he just threw the microphone down. Yeah. Oh, well, you think the microphone hit somebody? Might have. No. Oh, wow. That was that was. They that were was standing rough. really close, hoping, leaning in, hoping to get that instead insight. of instead of dropping the mic. I'm just gonna hit you in the head with it. It's not a bad move. Okay. Because you I know mean, that's that's the way to push out of a press conference. We this guy will hit you with the microphone if you ask the wrong question. We've seen drop the mic. Now we get to see instead of that, it hits you with the mic. It's a good sequel series. Here it is. I dropped the mic. No. Boof. And then you get hit with it. See how well I roasted you? 
All right, let's hear uh, Jalen Ramsey and the extremely long press conference. I don't want to answer any questions about trade or anything like that either. I mean, say what I had to say about that for now. That's it. And that was it. All right, good night. Not saying anything. I'm done. Said what I said. Okay. I mean, that's all. Really, it's kind of like the Ron Rivera. Press conference, like if you, that's all you're gonna ask me about. I'm done. Uh, I'm, I'm ask, walking ask away. Me, ask me about what what I did on the field. I'm walking away. Now game's over. We we're carrying. Yeah, that's about, you won. We, it wasn't we, we close. We care about week four. You didn't have a touchdown. You didn't have you didn't have an interception. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't really a, give us anything. Yeah, I mean it was it really come on. It was Jags Titans, dude. But you're a story because you're good, and you could wind up with a team and make a lot of headlines. So we want to ask you about the trade. Well, I mean, he did have nine nine tackles on the night. There five. was a lot of tackles tonight. Five five solos. When when you only score seven points, that means you got tackled a lot. There was a lot of tackles going on. Well, a lot a lot of completions, a little dink and dunk, and uh-huh. you know just clean up the little messes. So I mean, you could ask him about that, but that's not exciting. That's not scintillating. No, that's no, not moving the not. needle. That's not a headline for anybody. No. That's not a lead on the ten o'clock news. No. <laughs> if you're the Jags, you're going to trade him. You're going to get what you want for him because there is a bidding war. For you know, there's there you know, Jake Glazer told us, look, a quarter of the teams in the league, there's eight teams that are in on Jalen Ramsey. So when you have eight teams, of course you're going to get people to say, okay, we want a first and a third. Oh, first and a second. Okay, first and a second. First and a and that's how they're going to make the trade. And they're going to kind of have to do it because if they're going to do it, this is the time. They're one and two. They're not going anywhere. All right. We we talked about Leonard Fournette not nearly being the running back that they thought they were going to be when they got him. So now they got to start over at that position because Leonard Fournette is just average. Hey, good for him on that 69-yard run. He should have been tackled at the line of scrimmage. How he got out of that scrum and nobody got an arm around him, that's just bad defense Up until his 70-yard run in the fourth quarter, he was good for minus eight yards. Yep. All right, so he did not have a good night. 69-yard run. 69-yard I was waiting for it Gronk. Was. I was waiting for Gronk. He's there you go. All right. I knew he was. See, you think he's retired? He's not. He's listening. He's yeah, just waiting he's for right a chance now. to get in. He's, he's just, just a little slower. He's in just the response. waiting. You he's can't elevate waiting. his stats like that. It wasn't 70. No, I thought it well, was. I was kind of giving it a round number, but I'm glad you said it was 69. You can't elevate his stats. He didn't have a great night. <laughs> he had hey, 15 he rushes six. for 66 yards and had a 69 yard run. Yeah, yeah. His other <laughs> rushes were all good for minus yards. Look, he's not the guy you thought. You thought you were going to build this team around a great defense and Leonard Fournette, and we are going to win forever. And since that moment, you've won four football games, right? Since that AFC championship moment when you thought well, our, our team is built we're loaded we have the best defense in the league and we got a running back that's going to just run rough shot over people we're going to we're going to play the game like it's 1985 and it didn't work out that way because leonard fournette is not good enough so now you're starting over there you gave nick Foles a lot of money but surprise surprise nick Foles gets hurt now you have gardner Minshew, and now you have to spend the next eight weeks saying is he our guy is he just having a moment is he someone who's fun right now with the mustache and the the potential adult film deal or not well, who is he we don't know you are starting over if you're the jaguars and so paying jalen ramsey is not going to do it for you so yeah they're going to trade jalen ramsey sometime in the next few days getting a first and a second a first and a third whatever they get for him, it will be a great trade for them they're starting over they're paying a guy they don't want to pay anyway you know when he comes up they don't want to give him that kind of money he's going to be gone so make the move now while there's a lot of interest in him like i said you had eight teams that want him right now this is when you make that trade you don't wait you got to strike while the iron's hot you when guys want somebody that's when you trade him no that if you've got legitimately eight teams that are there and, and we know some of the contenders looking more for the one year all right we got a shot to win this year versus the long term but if you're going to bring him on board as we talked about with jay glazer he's wanting new paper and he's wanting a giant pile of guaranteed money right off the jump he's still under contract for 2020 where he's set to make 13.7 right now paying on playing on a deal that pays him his base salary of 3.6 and a the signing bonus was 3.8 so on a market level i mean that's grossly under what market is for mm-hmm. a guy uh but still playing off his rookie deal that's what you get but he wants one of those monster guarantees that we're talking about but player commensurate of his talent the asking price is going to be high, whether it's a first and a second, maybe two number ones, whatever it gets to be. 
that's it. And really, if you're looking at the Jaguars, you got some a couple of wide receivers. Westbrook and and DJ Chark are, are solid on the arts. DJ outside. Chark, yeah, know, do, 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 DJ Chark, do, 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 DJ. And then you have two quarterbacks at this point. Minshew, Shark, do, 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 Minshew, Shark, do, 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 Minshew. But you got Nick Foles who throws a touchdown pass and gets planted and breaks his clavicle. You paid a lot of money to, and now you've got Gardner Minshew on a sixth round pick mm-hmm. contract. That's not even top guaranteed money dollar for the signing bonus of a first round pick, which is still on a relative basis nothing in today's NFL. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about a sixth round pick that you're getting production out of in his first three appearances. If Nick Foles wasn't done to week 11, they'd be looking to trade him. <laughs> is he coming back week five, week six? <laughs> Take him too. No, but, but but you are you are starting. You hit the point where you realize, which is too bad because the Jaguars didn't know they were starting over. They still had this hangover that we're still the same right. team that almost went to the Super Bowl. Where if that whistle doesn't blow on Miles Jack's fumble recovery, congratulations New England on that one. Hey, Miles if, Jack got paid though. If the if the whistle doesn't blow there, we're in the Super Bowl. They still think they're that team. They've just gotten away from it. And now, I think they finally face with the reality of, okay, we're starting over. And paying a guy like Jalen Ramsey all that money is not going to help them. And they, they need weapons on offense. They, they need people all over the field. They need assets. You need first round picks. You need second round picks. You need guys who are going to come in and going to start right away. You need guys who are going to be franchise type players. Now, I'm not saying Gardner Minshew is the guy, but at least he's a curiosity right now, and you spend the next eight weeks figuring out, is he really good, or is he having a moment? Is he is he getting his 15 minutes of fame right now with the headband and the mustache and the adult film contract, which I'm going to mention every time I talk about Gardner yeah, Minshew. Yeah, you are. And, yeah, you know, is, to be, uh, is that who he is? Forced. He looks like... He could be for real because the way he carries himself, the game is not too big for him. He's not afraid to throw the ball downfield. He doesn't look like he's brand new to an offense. He looks like he's someone who belongs. Like he's any rookie prospect that a team drafts and we're giving him a chance now. He looks like a second round pick. Now they said, okay, we let him sit for a year and now here he is coming in. Look at this because he's coming in in his second year, how well he understands the offense, how well he's playing. Maybe we have something with him. That's how he's playing. He's not playing like a first round guy throwing up and down the field and, and it's five touchdowns a game. He's not playing like Kyler Murray but he's playing like a guy who, hey, he understands, he grasps the offense, he looks like a veteran out there, not just because of the mustache. And, all right, now we've seen enough to know that we need to see him for a little bit longer. Yeah, I mean, when we look at what Minshew did, I mean, one of the stats that comes out of this game, three appearances, he's completing two-thirds of his attempts 10 yards or further downfield. I mean, he's been accurate. We watched him tonight make a number of pinpoint throws down the field, 20, 25 yards, threw it an absolute dime, dropped it in perfectly for D.D. Westbrook, who juggled it a bit, and then you were able to see Ryan get his hand in and knock it away. Otherwise, that's a third touchdown pass for Minshew tonight. And, you know, you're starting to look at those stats and putting him into other categories along the way. He looks calm. He looks like a guy who feels he belongs. It's not too big for him. They don't have a great offensive line. He sure as hell isn't getting any help from Leonard Fournette in the run game. No, no, no. Right? I mean, he's not even falling forward. You suck, Leonard. I'm taking this myself. Well, I mean, look, you could probably get someone to concoct a video for you of him actually saying that. 65 toss power trap. No, no, no. 48 fly left <laughs> on you. Just go long, DJ Chark. Do, 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 Yeah, so he's making plays. So you've got quarterbacks, and you'll have to make a decision there. But otherwise, you, you need talent. You need to, to build up. And it's too bad when you look at it on the larger scale. Here's Here's a division opponent. That you took care of at home, for whatever reason, people still buying drinking the Kool Aid off week one that the Titans were good, mm-hmm. so they were a road favorite in this one, narrow but a road favorite nonetheless, and they came out and laid an absolute egg. Houston, we watched them struggle against this Jaguars team last week, and they escaped. Rome kicks an extra point. Who knows what we got? But in the end, you, you move forward, and, and you're just looking at the division and saying it's up for grabs. I mean, because the Colts are going to struggle. So you're just one playmaker away and a little bit of consistency in the run game that maybe you could get something done. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Joining us now on the hotline for all the big news in the NFL, no one better, Fox Sports NFL Insider. Check him out on Twitter, at Jay Glazer. Jay, what's happening, buddy? What's going on, boys? We watched the game in the rain, and apparently Tom Brady had enough. Tweets out in the middle of the game, I'm turning this game off. There are too many penalties. So, TNF lost a viewer. Look, I think we all looked at this game going in like, oh, man. Kind of brutal right there. Well, but we did have the glory of Gardner Minshew, Jay. Look, listen, yeah. I think when the quarterback's attire is the most entertaining thing going in. (laughs) (laughs) I like that kid, though, man. That position's got to be more than just kind of the X and O's. Got to be that moxie. I kind of, obviously, I think, yeah, we all like it. He's got a little something to him. Now, would you like him just as much if he didn't have the mustache? Absolutely not. (laughs) See? Jay's an honest man. Absolutely He's no. no. You, you saw Shad Khan's no. quote before the, the game, right, Jay? Saying, look, yeah, the guys with the mustache are a step ahead. Yes, him with the porn stash. It's got to be the porn stash. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> but no, but you're right. He's, 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 hey, he, most guys are trying to build a brand a complete opposite way. I give him credit for trying to build this brand. Yeah, look, he's already got an adult film endorsement opportunity if he wants it, working out <laughs> yes, just a jockstrap in the locker room. <laughs> I tell you what, though, if he was endorsing that, man, I'm turning the channel. <laughs> uh, so, we, so we can't look forward to you at just Unbreakable? Like Brady did, just like Brady did for a different reason. <laughs> so so he, we're not going to get you at Unbreakable working out in a jockstrap, sunglasses, and a bandana? Not going to say Oh, that? no, I'm not, I'm not saying that at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm a big follower. I mean, yeah. Look, it, it might get him towards have, that Emmy we're status. Unbreakable Monday, like that, yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that. Unbreakable Monday, work out in just a jockstrap. Yep. I like that. Unbreakable no. Minshaw Monday. How about that? <laughs> you better patent that idea right now. Someone's going to come up with that. And you're not going to make money. Yeah, on he it. is. <laughs> you know, Brady's going to do with his new TB12 thing. Yeah, sure. He's going to have the sleepwear, right? That it re- it's really, but you're not supposed to wear anything. So we'll have to work on that. That's a exactly bit. right. Yeah. Right. Uh, hey, so obviously the other part of this game, Jalen Ramsey maybe right. playing his last game as a. Jaguar. We've heard some of the teams out there. Uh, he says the reason he asked for a trade is about the disrespect. What are you hearing? What's going to happen here? Well, actually, I think him and Doug Marone have kind of worked it out. Um, it, it's interesting. I think even Jalen kind of goes back and forth. But, look, there is about at least eight teams. Now, quarter of the league are involved in this right now. Um, but the teams I've talked to also, they thought, look, they've heard the report, too, that's getting done even before the game. From what I understand, the Jaguars are going to kind of come back regroup tomorrow they're not just giving them away and I think that there's some thought process also and I don't know if this is just them trying to tell teams to up what they're doing but there has been concern in the league of if they do this it's another player doing what Antonio Brown did do what Khalil Mack do you know what these different players have done to do the NBA style which, which just hey I'm getting myself out of there make it Fitzpatrick Right, and I think that there has been a concern amongst owners. Be interesting, you know, if you know owners have reached out to Shot Khan, and he has a change of heart as a result of that, um, or again, if it's just another negotiating ploy. I just know that it's not just clean cut as everybody thinks it is. And the teams I talked to tonight said the same thing. It's not just clear and clean. I think they're going to go tomorrow and regroup and almost start fresh. Right, who's offered what? You know, what are people going to offer? And then certain teams are saying, look, no one's going to give them, you know, what Khalil Mack did. I'm going, it's a corner. Of course they will. Yeah, I think they get that. Absolutely. Just you saw what, what, you know, they just got from Minka Fitzpatrick. You know, that's that's safety. That's not a cornerback. Corners are, are, are always a premium. But the other thing, too, is the teams I've talked to, they said, well, you know, we want to you know, maybe trade for him, bring him in here. I'm like, you guys better make sure you lock him up to a contract before that happens. Like, you'll have so much leverage if you trade for a guy and trade away a couple of ones or a one and a two, and all of a sudden you don't have him locked up. He has all the leverage in the world. Yeah, that's the, the well, probably $60, 70000000 million question when it's all said and done, Jay. Up in New all York. That, buddy. Yeah, they, they made the uh, decision. Finally, uh, Daniel Jones takes over yep. for Eli Manning. What was the, the thing that, that broke the, the proverbial camel's back here? Because it seemed like all along Pat Shermer had said, that's my guy, that's my guy. Was it? Yeah. A, did he have to push the Maras behind the scenes? Play it out for him. No, I think it's just, it's, it's just listless over there. Um, I think they, they thought they needed a little inject some life. Um, I could tell you this, 
the game plan was not to have Daniel Jones play this year. They were hoping to redshirt him all year long, and it didn't happen. They had to get some life in the organization right now. So, hey, it, you know, the Daniel Jones era, if you will, begins now. Let's see if he's the next Eli Manning or the next Dave Brown. Uh, now, speaking of eras beginning, the Josh Rosen era begins in earnest, I guess, for the Miami Dolphins. And well, I'll tell you what, Jay, I, I feel bad for well, it's him. It's not because... going to last that long. No. It's not going to last that long. <laughs> well, he's he's going to get beat up for the next go, yeah. yeah for the next fourteen weeks, and his right. prize is going to be, hey, we're letting you go. We draft two at Tongue of Viola. Right. No, exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, hey, they're you know they're 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 making a big change. They're going to go over to Josh Rosen. Hey, and it's just like if I'm Josh Rosen, I'm like, wait, what? You are? No. No, not in this situation. <laughs> you guys are tanking it. Don't do this to me. Is there going to be some kind of investigation at some point? We heard some rumblings today from no, the potential league to look into this. I don't see how you can. You know, it's just, it, it, how do you get, you know, it's, it's really going to be the GM and the head coach go, okay, yes, we did. And obviously that's not going to happen. Uh, they'll make the argument of we're building for the future and everything else. Yep. The, the voice yep. you hear with us here as he joins us each and every week, it's Jay Glazer, NFL on Fox. Ballers, get Glazer his damn Emmy is the hashtag. Uh, yeah, I'm as, owed an Emmy. Well, I mean, I know. All I mean, years for ballers, I should have like eight Emmys. Looking for all, I'm a great a actor. Stack of Emmys. He's already in the Broadcasting Hall of Fame. I mean, it's all <laughs> coming together. If you had the Gardner Minshew mustache, you'd have had four Emmys by now. Oh, man, I wish I did that four years ago on Ballers. <laughs> you know what? If I, if I did that, they'd be like, Jay, shave it. It's just not realistic. <laughs> Nobody would ever do that. <laughs> Merging vets and players. Unbreakable. I have an Oscar for my, my, what I did on Ballers. Nobel Peace Prize. A Tony. A Grammy. Everything. <laughs> Wait, you're going to do a song and dance? You're going to win a Tony? I want to wow. see this. I'm kind of the, I'm kind of the Pacino for bit players. Okay. <laughs> he got Jay Glazer. Is that on the back of his headshot? <laughs> Pacino for bit players. At Jay Glazer. Get the movement, please. Get the movement. <laughs> that was beautiful. I love that. Uh, as we, we look at coming out of week two, much made about the just the penalties time and again. It oh. was, was there something to the meetings of, hey, we're going to call more holding penalties, or is this just the new breed of, of officials? Because they changed out a lot of guys. No, there's definitely not a meeting saying, let's call more penalties and let's elongate the games. No, 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 no definitely not. But it's also just, look, some of it also is that nobody played in the preseason, yeah. so this is like your preseason. You know, they're working out the kinks. you got to get their timing right. But, man, maybe in the future, if they don't do anything in the preseason, they do say, they come together and go, hey, let's call less for the first four weeks because they're trying to iron it out. Hey, lastly, Jay, we watched Ron Rivera walk off his press conference today because he yeah. didn't want to take any more questions Which, about Which, by the way, is not like him. Ron is like the easiest guy in the world right. to ever get along with. Well, oh, yeah. well he even tried to set it up. Well, that's the thing. He said, listen, I'll know more about Cam tomorrow. And reporters kept saying, right. yeah, no, no, no. So I get him walking off. I mean, I'd have walked off, too, if I said, listen, we'll ha it's not like he was Bill Belichick just saying, yeah, we're, we're on to Cincinnati. I mean, he was saying, I'll know more tomorrow. And they kept asking him, so he walked away. I, I, yeah, I, no, exactly. It's, yeah, I, 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 but again, to push a guy like Ron Rivera to do that, just man, that's like making Mister Rogers pissed off. It's, <laughs> it's hard. So, <laughs> what, what do you? What's going to happen with Cam Newton? Is, is he? We're going to see him sooner? Or I later? Know, I know. I'm calling. Are you kidding me? After he did that, I wasn't calling Ron today. <laughs> I called him tomorrow. <laughs> well, you got to soften him up. Ask him a couple of questions about the Cardinals. I was so close today. <laughs> I was so close to sending him five text messages about Cam. So close. <laughs> but instead, I called Mike Zimmer about his little article about him wanting to coach till 70. So I call him up. Right, he's 63, wants to coach till 70. I'm like, Zim, who are you kidding? You're not going to be alive in like three months. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I have to say that. I'm like, I may kill you before that. <laughs> so I only had enough time to mess with one head coach today. Uh, true story, though. The Zimmer thing's a true story. Oh, I love that. I love that. Jay, we always have to have a story from Jay Glazer. we got to build yeah. a sound for that. Yeah, no, you know, Jay. No like chance you, he's alive at 70. <laughs> You're going to be dead by then. Uh, hey, like you told us last week with the with the practical joke you, you did for, for uh, the Falcons, go to Ron Rivera's office and start doing yoga in it tomorrow. He'll love that. <laughs> With Cam's jersey on it. Yeah. And his, and his yeah. 
<laughs> While you're wearing like the cloth on your head, like Camden. <laughs> you can follow. I'd rather on. do the guard. I'd rather do the Minshaw. <laughs> He's on Twitter at Jay Glazer at Jay Glazer. Check out latest more big stuff on Unbreakable, merging vets and players. All the best, Jay. Thanks so much, buddy. We'll talk to you. Thank you, boys. Appreciate it. See you, Jay. <laughs> I'm not calling Ron Rivera today. I'll call him tomorrow. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Is Gardner Minshew as interesting if he doesn't have his mustache? No. Not right now. Not at all. He's What's just what, a guy. If, we, if he does this for eight weeks, he's just then a he's a good quarterback, mm-hmm. and he's the next breed of young quarterbacks that we're excited about with all of our old guards starting to break down. He's not good enough yet. Could he get good enough where it's not about the mustache anymore? It happened to Jacob deGrom. Jacob deGrom was all hair. Then suddenly he turned into the best pitcher in baseball. And now he stinks. I'm cut. He stopped. He's still going to get Cy Young votes. And now he's got short hair and he's great. And it doesn't matter because he's not the guy with the long hair anymore because he's good enough. If Gardner Minshew stays good enough, he can do whatever he wants. But right now he's got to keep the mustache. Well, you're also looking for branding and merchandising opportunities. I mean, you saw the bunch of knuckleheads in the crowd. Anything they for all, a guy in a mustache. They all, got, they all got a few seconds of air time. <laughs> uh, let's, point it out. let's hear a little bit of Gardner Minshew from his post-game press conference. We saw his, his entire family basically was on set with him doing the interview on NFL Network. That was kind of cool. But he met the media a few moments ago and, look, impressed a lot of people with how he threw the football tonight. He was asked, hey, dude, how strong is your arm? I used to be able to throw a pigskin a quarter mile. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> I mean, obviously, when you're younger, you can throw the football that far, but it's you know, it's tough when you get older. You know, the wear and tear in your arm. You yeah, can't no, do the it. shoulder doesn't rotate the same no, way. You no, don't it's get not. the same accuracy. You can't do it. But throwing a pigskin a quarter mile—that's I mean, pretty that's, impressive. That's I like impressive. That. Think about that. That's if you go to high school. That's all the way up one side of the track and all the way back the other side. Well, if you threw it like a boomerang, too, that'd be pretty impressive, too. Uh, then he was asked if his entire family, uh, that was all his family that was there at the game tonight. Your grandma took a little spill at the sand dunes today. Broke her cockix. Oh, no! I can't believe that! That's a terrible injury. Whoa! Oh, I, I, I can't believe that. That's uncomfortable and oh. just not good for anybody. Uh, you he know? said she was going to be okay at the end, so... Yeah, no, it's okay, but still, she's looking forward to going to the game tonight. And still, she goes to the sand dunes and tries to lead a ride. I mean, that's... Oh, that's that's bad timing. Well, you put a big cast on, you'll be fine. It's bad timing right there. Yeah, but still, I mean, you don't want that to happen. No, it's terrible. Uh, I mean, it's it's a big moment. It's a big coming out party. Uh, And then he was asked following the game how pumped he was after the victory. How much you want to make a bet I can throw a football over the mountains? Yeah. Coach would have put me in fourth quarter. We'd have been state champions, no doubt. No doubt in my mind. See now he's now he's now he's suddenly he's turned into Baker Mayfield. I want to look back at the days in high school, dude. You're in the NFL now. You know, don't worry about that. You know, it would have been funny. I, we couldn't hear the audio full on. I'm glad we were able to capture it there. Uh, if he'd gone and just grabbed a football and started just winging it downfield, forget about this interview. Forget about all my family assembled here. I'm just gonna start throwing footballs and gunning them downfield. <laughs> Throw it over them mountains. I got I got no time for your interview. You know, and I, I think there's video coming up that uh, we're trying to uh, get here. Uh, apparently, outside the stadium, Gardner Minshew threw a football and hit somebody on a bike in the head as they were riding by his house. So, it was a stake, not yeah. a football. Oh, was, oh, was it a stake? Oh, I'm sorry. It was a stake, yeah. So uh, he's going to have to answer for that, I think. For ruining a stake, first of all. Well, I mean, you, you still could afford another stake. Maybe that's another uh, endorsement opportunity. Mm, okay. Flinging right. stakes nationwide. I'm Gardner <laughs> Minshew. Uh, so there it is. There's all the best of Gardner Minshew. That's well, good. I mean, that's that was, quality. That stuff. was that was that, that was edited well. Hey, and uh, you know, listen, he he should be getting all this intention right now. All that practicing outside his trailer that he does. He, I mean, those workout videos are legendary. Well, that's just it. He's all about the workout videos. He's mm-hmm. he certainly put it all on tape for uh-huh. you to see. Uh-huh. And now those evaluations. I mean, he was under underappreciated. <laughs> Come draft day, and that's why he became a sixth-round pick, and all of a sudden, everybody's looking back on, what did we miss in those tapes? What did we miss in those uh, tapes that, that was, he slipped through the cracks? There was no fourth-quarter tape in the state championship. That's obvious. But no, but th- look, this is where Gardner Minshew is. Obviously, he's going to start until Nick Foles is healthy. He has earned enough now to be curious about him, to give him a chance to see if he is something special in the next eight, nine weeks. Because clearly, he the game is not too big for him. He's played well. He throws the ball well. 
well. And he, he plays like he's been in the league a while, and this is awesome stuff for him. And he, you know, he has been that good. So you, listen, just can't shave the mustache. You shave it, everything goes away. No, but that's just it. It's part of the mystique. It's part of the curiosity, part of what's going to put him on the cover of all sorts of NFL magazines and sports magazines over the next week or two. Just who is this guy? I mean, if Baker Mayfield had 9,000, hey, let's get deep into the heart of Baker Mayfield. You don't think that they're fielding a bunch of calls to try to get to the root of mm-hmm. what drives Gardner Minshew to be Gardner Minshew? You don't think mom and dad are fending off reporters nationwide? I mean, dad's got some tats, too, uh, so we need we need to find out what's all going on there. What's, what's dad got inked up? But, you know, family all jacked up in there and wearing visors as if they were coaching on the sidelines. I mean, you gotta like that. I, I can't believe more of them didn't have mustaches. I mean, you'd think all, all no, 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 that's, Gard- no, no, that's Gardner's thing. No, this is all his fans have mustaches. You gotta have mustaches. No, well, I mean they're gonna grow them now. If you can grow a mustache, even the women, maybe you need to grow a mustache. No, no, I can't. Mustaches are the worst. I, if I could take a pill that would allow me to never have to shave again, I would take it. I would take. Might it. Might no have way. some side effects. No, can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> side effects include possible hot dog uh, finger. Uh, <laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for another season of the Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find the Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102 if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to the Dow of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.